Hi everybody, thank you for tuning in. This is the Massive Attack Podcast. We are Massive Attack, my name's Joe, and with me as always is Mitch. G'day. Basically, the premise of the Massive Attack Podcast is we're two fat nerds and we just like to talk about nerdy things. So, every podcast we're going to be covering topics from gaming to TV, comics, movies, a bit of music, you name it. Just our opinion and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Okay, let's start by talking about computer games. Now, Joe, I understand you're not happy about the new Xbox update. Well... Not that I'm not happy about it, I just think they promised us a lot, and then we got not as much as what they promised. What, what didn't you get? Initially when they announced that this Xbox update was coming, for people that don't know, Xbox had an update, came out 6th of December, well it was allegedly the 6th of December, didn't actually come out until the 7th of December here in, in Australia. Australia, or in America for that matter, it was delayed in the States too. But for us people in Australia, it was deemed that we were going to be getting ABC iView, we were meant to be getting YouTube integration, we were meant to be getting Skype on the Xbox, we were meant to be getting the SBS On Demand TV, and out of all those things, we got none of them. Nada. Nada. And, I don't know, I, I had the day off work, not because of the update, just because I had the day sure. off work. True, I, I had the day off work. <laughs> It was meant to come through Tuesday night our time here in Australia, so here I was, sitting at home, turned on the Xbox, no update. Went and did some other stuff, came back a bit later, turned on the Xbox, no update. So the next day I thought, well, here we go, it should be time difference that allows for the time to be Tuesday the 6th in, in America, would be the equivalent of you know Wednesday morning on the 7th here in Australia. So turned on the Xbox, still no update. By this stage, I'd been sitting at home thinking, alright, well, maybe this update isn't going to happen. So I went on Twitter, looked at Major Nelson's Twitter feed. There he was saying, you know, stay with us, folks. This update's coming. Later on in the day, still no update. And I think it was probably about four o'clock on Wednesday afternoon when the update finally came through. And of all the things they promised, none of the stuff that I was really looking forward to. Now, that being said, there is some good stuff in the update. One thing that I think a lot of us are going to be happy about is the cloud saves and possibly the whole idea of the roaming profile. I know most Tuesday nights Mitch comes over to my house we play a bit of Borderlands I carefully put my uh, profile on my USB and my game save and carefully in its you know protective case take it over to Joe's hope I don't lose it hope I don't anything happen I don't want to lose my game tag <laughs> well that being said game tags probably aren't that recover your game tag I'll still fuck that up somehow <laughs> that being said though I did have all of my saves for all of my games on one USB thinking yep this is great I can free up some space on my hard drive. I can install some more games. I've only got a 60 gig Xbox. I haven't got a, a super duper 250 gig. And when you install games on it, it takes up a fair bit of room. So I moved all of my saves onto a memory card. So I thought memory card. And then the next time I went to use it, my memory card had corrupted. I'd lost all of my saves. So the idea of having the cloud saves, yeah, maybe it's a good idea. I don't know. I haven't had enough time to play around with it yet. But I definitely think the whole idea of the roaming profile probably is a good thing. Yes, he's hoping. He's hoping. But Next podcast we would have tried it out and I may be crying. Let's see how we go. Um, you didn't like the interface, I remember. Not well, too, I, I don't know. You got, you, you've had it for a week now. I have had it for a week now. And colours aside, I guess it's, it's not that different. It's grey now rather than green. It's more boxy. But again, I'll probably get used to it. When they brought in the original... NXE interface you know, so the people... avatars were new were they the avatars... that, that was when I got my Xbox was the first it had just come out so when I turned on the box it had the avatars that was all the way it was for me so it was before then no avatars now we both got our Xboxes the same Christmas and 
forgive us, we'll probably come across sounding a lot like Xbox fanboys, but both of us are Xbox fans. Um, we both got our Xboxes the same Christmas. It would have been Christmas 2007? Or was it Christmas 2008? Christmas 2008. Well, there you go. Fact-finding there, Mitch. Um, Christmas 2008, I think when I first got my Xbox plugged in, I wasn't all wired up for Xbox Live, so I did have the old interface for a few days until I could get Xbox Live working. And then I downloaded Anytel, and I haven't looked back. But now, yeah, we've got a grey interface rather than a, a green interface. Things are a bit more boxy. It's big squares with little squares attached to it. Mitch was complaining earlier tonight that you couldn't see all of your friends list all at once. Which apparently you can. Well, I just didn't know how to use it. So, all right. There's a fault in your designer. But yeah, I'm doing what I can. I play my games. I can go and watch videos through it. So it's doing what it needs to do for me. I, I can't get winched too much. But yeah, I was looking forward to the iView, the ABC iView on YouTube. That would have been really cool. But apparently March next year or something stupid like that. And again, though, they, um, I guess the thing is, Xbox used to do. So there's no, there's no fault there. It's still an Xbox. It still plays games. You just don't like change. No, fear change. You fear change. <laughs> it, big thing. It still runs diversity, so I can still watch videos through it, which is always a good thing. Yes, that was my big fear because Joe had done the update. I hadn't, and before I <laughs> clicked yes on the update when it prompted, I texted Joe to say. Because to run diversity kind of done has like stopped all those third party media players and things like that. And he said, No, I'm watching something on it now. It's like, Sweet, download, okay, it's all good. It's funny, my four year old sits there and looks at the Windows Media Center. And for a four year old, he can sit there and go, Click this button, Dad, click this one, go to videos, click this. And he knows he can watch his programs through that. And loaded that update was went, All right, how do we do this? How can I teach him how to do it so he's not jumping up and down going, It's not there anymore, Dad, it's not there. <laughs> So that that being said, it, it does everything the previous one did. But again, it's just slightly different. Give us time, we'll probably like it. But I just don't think it's everything that it was promised to be. Give it time. And while we're on the topic of gaming, we actually sat down and watched the Spike TV Video Game Awards earlier tonight. Um, not really a lot of surprises there. I think that if anything, there was a few omissions. There was probably some games that might have got a, a nomination for Game of the Year or, or stuff like that but um, all up I think I'm pretty happy and I think consensus is most people agree with uh, with some of the results I know Mitch has got a, a bit of a listing of some of the results there we'll go through some of the major awards we'll start from the top instead of working up Game of the Year it was between Batman Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim Legend of Zelda Portal 2 and Uncharted I was hoping for Batman personally being a comic fanboy and actually, I haven't played any of them. I only own Portal 2, but that's in my pile of shame, but more of that later. Elder Scrolls Skyrim ended up taking home the prize, which really was no surprise. I guess it was no surprise, but um, as Mitch said, I haven't played any of those games either. Embarrassing as that sounds. I know a lot of people that have played Skyrim, and everyone raves about it. So, I guess it was justified. I've only recently just jumped into doing longer campaign sort of games. And it was that started with Borderlands, playing that this year. I was sort of a Gears of War fan up to that point, where a 12-hour game is long and justifiable. But now, 40 hours is not that bad, but Skyrim is even bigger again, and that's just too daunting for me. Well, that's something as well. When, you know, a young single gamer that you can just sit down, and the minute you get home from work, just want to chuck on the TV, put on your Xbox, just game constantly. But when you're a bit older and you've got a bit of a life... 
as I say, a bit of a life, but you know, you don't have that much time to really sink as much time as you'd really want into a game as big as Skyrim. That being said, I'm not ruling out the fact that I'm never going to play Skyrim, and maybe I'll really enjoy it. We did go to a um, games expo one day when Borderlands had just come out, and we jumped on it for five minutes and thought, this game's crap, I'm never going to play this ever again, and it's probably become my favourite game in the last 12 months, so... Never say never. Exactly. It would have been nice to see Batman and Arkham City get up, but, you know, it, it's a Batman game. A lot of people like probably some people out there that aren't Batman fans. Mm. I mean, it is a beat-em-up, a very good one, and it's more of the same with the little improvements to the previous Batman game, where, from what I gather, Skyrim is just a far and above improvement to Oblivion, so maybe it does deserve the kudos for that. Portal 2. I mean, every single game in there is a sequel. There is no original IP in there at all, which is a bit of a, a worry for the industry as far as what? where are the new IPs coming from. But then, what new IPs have come out this year? Well, this year, no, and that's the problem. I'm well, trying I, to look through the list at the moment, but no. I, the only one that really comes to mind is probably Dead Island, and from all accounts, I guess that's a bit... Duke Nukem? I don't remember a game in the last ten years... <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, true. But yeah, Dead Island, I guess you kind of could say it's a new IP, but we've had you know more than a dozen zombie games probably in the last two years, twelve months. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head no. that would well, jump looking up. Looking here, um, Epic Mickey, and for best Wii game, that was one. Minecraft is not really a game. But and yeah. was it released this year? Apparently, I guess it's in the the beta nominations. was out last year. Yeah. Again, this is all. Rage. Rage was a new one this year. Well, yeah, Rage, I guess, was a new IP. And id Software are quite famous for their shooters. Again, here we are talking about games that we haven't played. <laughs> yeah, so let's, um, let's look at some more... Let's talk about some games that we have played. Oh, we can do that. Well, in the range of shooters, Gears of War 3 got nominated as part of Best Shooter. Unfortunately, it didn't win. Uh, who did that award go to, Mitch? Best Shooter... Uh, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Three, or whatever they're up to now. Yeah. Again, another uh, sequel. But um, Gears of War 3 was probably a new release game that both of us have got. And admittedly, storyline-wise, it probably wasn't any much different to Gears of War 2 or 1. Gameplay was slightly tweaked. There was a few improvements to Horde mode. But we played through the campaign over a course of a couple of weeks we're doing an act act a week for five weeks however many and it didn't grab us no like we like i bought the game part part one it was like 20 bucks second hand so i was like i'll throw it on i didn't have many games at the time it's like this sounds it'd be interesting a friend of mine swore by it so all right i'll give that a go got to a point where I needed help because I couldn't get to a level <laughs> and Joe was not a fan at all. Well, I wasn't a shooter fan. I yeah. played Brute Force. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> the, <laughs> the original Xbox. Um, and I played, I played a couple of first-person shooters. Yeah. I think most people grew up with their PC playing Wolfenstein and Doom and stuff like that and they kind of knew the concept of a first-person shooter. I played Halo on the original Xbox but didn't really like the fact that there was too much driving in it. There's just something about Gears. When, when the original Gears of War came out, as, as Mitch said, he, you were stuck on level one at the end of level one with yeah. the Berserker. Yeah, it's he... like, can you just stand there and distract this thing while I shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> and gave him a controller and, um, yeah, he sort of fell in love with the game Yeah, from and, there. And... and I think probably the following day I went out and went, yeah, I think I'm going to pick this game up. And a year old, possibly two years old? I think two had come out, so it was cheap because 
2 was out and everyone yeah, had jumped on the possibly. 2 but again um, we'd probably had our Xboxes 6 months at that stage and I think we both had Xbox Live we both really hadn't dabbled that much in online gaming not at all my 60, the first game I played was Crimson Skies and Halo 1 <laughs> so I actually went and bought two um, Xbox original games to play on my Xbox 360 which was ridiculous I know but... yeah and I was a bit of an RPG fan and the main reason I wanted to get an Xbox 360 is because I wanted Fable 2. So we got Fable 2, and there I am trying to play it on my TV. Couldn't even read the little writing on the bottom of the screen, and I thought, well, maybe I'm not going to enjoy this game as much as I thought I did. But I did. But again, online-wise, I hadn't really played anything online. And then Gears came along, and here I am, suddenly a massive fan of online gaming. Yeah, I tried to get online with Crimson Skies, and apparently no one else wants to play that game anymore eight years old and on a previous console yet no one wanted to play online terrible now we've kind of gone off on a bit of a tangent here about our uh, online gaming let's go back to the VGAs apart from the awards I guess the main thing about the VGAs is it's kind of mainstream these days and the fact that game companies will get out there and they'll show their ideas they'll show coming and one of the trailers that really stood out and mainly I think Mitch's mind I guess was the new Transformers game Yes, Fall of Cybertron. It's a great trailer. Whether the game's going to be any good is who can say, but it's, you know, a sort of slow Johnny Cash sort of introverted sort of song over this war on Cybertron with Optimus Prime. Getting really pissed off kicking ass, and then I won't spoil it. Go out and just just Google the um, trailer for War for Cybertron Transformers because the ending is a kicker. I'm sure you'll find it on YouTube. It's got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, so as far as trailers go, I'm excited. I did play War War for Cybertron, which came out two years ago, or last year even. Short, and apparently the online campaign is good, but unlike Joe, I I don't do the online thing. I don't like people I don't know. Douches. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I've done that once with um, Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. It's the only time I've really gone online and played with people I don't know. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to for the trailer. Check it out. Definitely look good. Again, on the on the flip side of that, there was a few things that got announced, such as the uh, Tony Hawk HD reboot. Like, is it necessary? Well, I guess there's fans. I mean, they sold a bunch of different copies for a while. Is there still fans, though? As long as you don't have a stupid plastic exactly. peripheral that goes did, with it. Did Tony Hawk Ride ruin Tony Hawk for everybody? Well, if it's just a HD reboot, it's probably a cheaper, easier coding to do. It's what people like. I mean, you went out and bought Crazy Taxi again for the Xbox 360 because you liked it before. Someone might, for nostalgia reasons, do it. And if it's just a HD skin on a previous game, it's probably a cheap way to get it out. Well, I've always been a Tony Hawk fan. Like, up to a point, I guess. Um, Pro Skater 2 I played back on the original PlayStation. And in those days, all it was was a little dude on a skateboard riding around collecting the letters to spell the word skate there was no real story to it and then they built your you had your like um, skate park editor so you could make your own grinds and rails and all the fun stuff but then somewhere along the line they thought to themselves well we could make this a bit more in depth and like i personally don't think a skating game needs a story but maybe market research said they did well, maybe, maybe they needed more they had to well, if you just keep bringing out a new game every year and it's still just another another skate park or another skate track and it's like, well, what's different? I mean, what's the new fight? Was it Fight Night 4? What's the current one? Fight Night Final Round. That one. As that, you can that, see, doesn't I, it? Our research department is working wonders tonight. Yeah. But 
I'm too busy looking at porn. Um, yeah, so it wasn't the, isn't that, isn't that, that's just a boxing game. Why do you need storylines in that? Yet they put storylines in, you go for the title, you build it up, They it's another element to the game that you don't have to play, I guess, or you don't have to care about. Well, that's true, but I'm, I know I've got um, Tony Hawk. It's the latest Tony Hawk game I bought, which is current generation Xbox 360. And there is a story. You start off, you create your character. Basically, you start off as a nobody skater and you meet some pro skaters and they t- teach you some tricks and you learn more tricks. And you progress through real cities in America and you meet skaters and you learn. And that's basically the game most fun you can have in that game is every now and then there'll be vending machines or arcade machines dotted around the place and you can go in those arcade machines and you can actually play classic Tony Hawk levels from the other games so if so that's what perfect game for well, you, exactly. this HD if that's what this HD gaming is and it's just a HD reskin of the original skating games maybe it's going to be good there you go well one of the other trailers they showed on the VGAs was a, a new exclusive of Bioshock Infinite. It's rather weird that I was kind of interested about Bioshock Infinite until we saw this trailer tonight, and then it was kind of like, well, now I'm not as interested. Yeah, as I was um, they showed the teaser what twelve months ago, if not more, and it looked a brand new world, all up in the sky, all this stuff. It's you know not underwater anymore, and it was this amazing looking new world. This new trailer with more gameplay in it. It's just like, oh. It, yeah. just, it was just a bit sort of flat compared to everything else that's come out in the last 12 months. It's sort of like, oh, okay, I'll get to it. Well, we kind of mentioned earlier, well, tonight when we were watching the VGAs, that they'd shown a clip of Battle, shown a clip of Modern Warfare 3, and it was just realism. It was like watching a news report of yeah, you know, it Afghanistan, you yeah. know, the war. And then you see this clip of Bioshock, and instantly you see this clip and go, yep, that's a video game. And half of me is thinking, yeah, that's a really good thing that it's a video game and it looks like a video game but then the immersiveness of current generation games will want to I guess live the realism like Uncharted you look at Uncharted 3 and it's like you're watching a movie yeah I mean I haven't played I've got I've got Bioshock 1 and 2 sitting there in my pile of shame unplayed but what footage I've seen of Bioshock and I have played the demo for Bioshock 1 the graphics even look better than what we saw tonight for or maybe it's a pre-build I think it's exclusive footage it's, it's been around long enough so I think it's probably the gameplay it just didn't look as good as I was expecting it to look yeah well I guess that comes out 2012 sometime so we've got a little while before that comes out and I guess maybe hopefully we'll hear some more about it we'll see some more footage maybe it was for the Wii maybe it was maybe. for the Wii <laughs> Wii U yes um, and I guess any other things that probably popped up out of the VGAs one little tiny teaser I don't know if it means anything but the Joker won best video game character for 2011 mm. and there was a slight teaser that he had Batman Arkham World written on a, a script and he goes I don't need that anymore Whoop. spoilers yeah, so exactly. the Batman fans out there can uh, live in hope that maybe there is going to be more Arkham for us all from well the... I mean is it Tim Conway the voice of Batman he was out here in Australia for a com- couple of conventions a few months back and he did a couple of interviews while he was here and kept talking that this is his last Batman like he doesn't do a Batman animated series anymore he's done the last two games and he's not doing any more for Batman but I think I don't think he writ- wrote off more games well, he, he pretty much did he sort of I think they asked him about that and he's going oh it'd be great to do it for more from what I can remember him saying so maybe there is Arkham World if it's got good reception the second game did well why stop now if you could 
keep producing good stuff. Exactly. But uh, I, I can remember Mark Hamill saying that this is probably the last time. Like, yeah, well. We haven't played Batman, Batman, Batman in Arkham City, and we don't know that, you know, no spoilers, but we don't know what happens to Joker at the end of the game. Mm. But yeah, well, who knows? We'll, uh, Maybe it's going to be like Arkham Asylum, and he's going to take some weird juice and turn into a <laughs> big, giant, big big giant Joker. But, yeah, uh, but I'm sure if they back the truck up with cash to uh, Mark Hamill's place, he can, he can do the Joker voice again. Uh, you even have another motorbike accident and it won't be a problem you really think Mark Hamill needs the money no I'm sure he's probably sitting around cashing in his Corvette summer checks probably <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, yes um, that's pretty much it for the VGAs really I mean I, there was other stuff there was some teasers I mean Epic's got a new game coming out which tells you Spider-Man trailer for a game which gives you no gameplay I mean the, a lot of the trailers now just don't give you any indication of what gameplay is going to look like well, the, the clip for the Epic game, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite was called, basically it was a little cartoon animation of some dudes collecting some road signs and sticking them on a wall and making a building. And then zombies attacked. Was it zombies? Or something. Something. We don't know. Cliffy B got up there and did his whole, I'm Cliffy B and I'm better than you because I'm Epic Games and this is the game we're making and that was Check about it, it. Check it out. Probably coming out in 2013 or something. Exactly. So, yeah, well... We'll see Fortnite when it comes. I like Epic what they've done. I want to give it, I want to give Bulletstorm a go. All the Gears games are great. You like Shadow Complex? I, I was a big fan of Shadow Complex, but much of Epic's really in Shadow Complex. I think Chair had a lot more to do with that. Neither of us played Bulletstorm, and you're probably getting a bit of a theme here that we like games, but neither of us really play the Everything. latest AAA titles. No. But, um, yeah, again, I guess Epic have proven they can make good games and we'll go from there but well, the VGAs another thing I, I think about the VGAs Zachary Levi did quite a good job of hosting yeah. I, I guess he is a likeable guy Felicia Day was good with her little skits backstage she's a believable gamer the thing I have a real problem with is, is people like LL Cool J Stacey Keebler was there showing a bit of a clip and but to me Charlie Sheen I don't know you don't think gamer when you see Charlie Sheen I mean, he even joked about it in his speech. He goes, oh, are they going to pay? How much are they paying? Are there going to be girls there? All right, I'll come. Yeah. So he's not coming across. He's not saying he's a gamer. So he's not lying to us. But Blake Lively was or someone yeah, like that. Someone Some like other that. it girl was yeah, there yeah. as well presenting. They're just good looking eye candy and come out and say something and do something. It's like, okay, well, do we need that? We've got enough personalities that are fans now that you could probably get them. Exactly. Of... They, they could have got Ice-T up there rather than Hello Cool J. At least Ice-T is a gamer. He's in Gears of War 3. Yeah. And he... who knows what goes on behind the scenes. Exactly. I mean, they could be wanting too much money. Well, maybe they don't know. It's one of those things that now that gaming has a little bit more credibility, it's like celebrities are coming out and going, oh yeah, I'm a gamer. It's like... Uh, here in Australia we've been having the, the TV ads for the uh, 3DS where they show people talking about gaming there's like Jessica Malboy sits on an aeroplane and talks about how she wouldn't be able to fly anywhere if she didn't have her 3DS with her as if to say that you know they've given me this and a big wad of cash now I need to talk about a 3DS yes yeah, so Olivia Newton-John doing her Wii Fit well Olivia Newton-John doing the brain training oh the brain training wasn't it who yeah. was doing Wii Fit oh she did both I think she did do yeah both. OG <laughs> yes Yes. Um, well, they're getting paid. But do you think anyone out there is a, a Living John fan or a Jessica Malboy fan that doesn't know about gaming that would see that ad and go... Well, yes, because they're Jessica Malboy fans or a Living John <laughs> fan. It's not us. It's not aimed at us. It's aimed at a Jessica Malboy fan. Well, that's true. 
they don't need to spend money on advertising to us because we're going to buy any old shit they throw at us. Exactly. Maybe not Tony Hawk Ross, <laughs> but you know we will buy and we will sort out and we will find. But yes. that's not what we is all about. That's not what Nintendo is all about. Yeah. So do we sit here talking about plastic peripherals? And in my vision here, I can see two plastic rock band guitars sitting in the cupboard behind Mitch. Yeah, but that's cool. Yes. yes. And I guess to some people, Tony Hawk Ride probably is. And cool I'll too. just wipe the dust off the <laughs> guitar as well. Yes. It hasn't been played. Rhythm action games are dead. Shush. <laughs> just because Activision says so. Well, we sort of hinted on that. Yes, we uh, do have a lot of games and there's a lot we haven't played yet, so we might as well jump to our topic of the night, or the, the night, who knows when you're listening <laughs> to this, topic of the of the cast the today. topic du jour. Yes. And, and that's what we are, we were going to talk today about piles of shame. Now, yes. not just gaming, we've spoken a lot about gaming today, but there's plenty of different piles of shame. I have two. I have a big pile of games that I've bought that I haven't played yet and I'm uh, looking at it right now a big pile of comic trade papers that I have not read which I just keep adding to the collection I'll get to do you have any piles of shame Jeff? Well I've got in my gaming piles of shame I've got a disc pile of shame and at the moment I've actually got a virtual pile of shame because I think I'm addicted to Xbox Live Arcade <laughs> I sit there every week they have the little flash up ad saying you know Game of the week, deal of the week for us gold subscribers. And I will jump on there. And the ease of being able to buy something online at a click of a button, just being able to sit there and go, yeah, I I think I need Final Fight Double Impact for 400 (laughs) points. Let's buy that. And then I sit there. It's not real money. It's only not real money. But then if I sit there and look at my Xbox Live Arcade list, any virtual titles on Xbox Live Arcade, as I do on disc, and of that, at the moment, sitting on my hard drive at home, I have 43 games of Xbox Live Arcade that I could be playing. And of those, I have only completed 13 of that list. Now, I'm, I'm no mathematician, but I can tell that that ratio is probably not a good one. My list of games here, and I have bought... I don't have that much in the way of um, Live Arcade games, but as far as bought games... And just something to clarify, Joe and I are both tight asses. So when it comes to actually paying full price for a new release game, it just doesn't happen. Because because we got into the Xbox a year and a half, two years after release, there were still plenty of good games that were out second-hand, which is a great way if you don't want to spend full price. So I always check the bargain bins at the game shops, and it's like, ooh, that's only 20 bucks. I'll buy that. I found Gears that way. I'll bucks. give it a go. 20 bucks is a bit of an uh, expensive well, bargain bin game. Well, that is expensive compared to some of the classics we have found, like Project Gotham Racing 3, which cost me 4 I think it was four. And then we got Project Gotham, Gotham Racing, Racing four. four. So I think that was five. five so it was yes. a bit more for the newer game. But we have hours out of that motherfucker. <laughs> Compared to some other games where you so, pay full price and you finish it in six hours and you're done. Exactly. But um, like we picked up the club. The, cl- the club is probably dollars. one of the most overlooked shooters. Third person shooter. Kind of an interesting concept in the fact it's like a game where obviously it's a game but the, the premise is you're a dude you know in an arena type area where you run through and you get points for shooting people in combos so like you know shooting four people in a row without missing you'll get extra points and the whole idea is you run through each level as fast as you can scoring as many points as you can but we both picked that up for four dollars like, and got we plus got hours of enjoyment out of it 
and you even found someone online playing <laughs> some, <laughs> some dude in Spain the joy of Xbox Live being worldwide we just imagined this guy sitting there playing the club for two months with no one else <laughs> jumping in going when will someone join in and we popped up yeah. with this game going oh, hooray we'd be sitting there going hello anybody <laughs> out there yeah well you mentioned that pile of shames I guess aren't just gaming and here we are in your lounge room and there's your game, uh, your comic pile of shame. I've now got a lent pile of shame. I've borrowed comics off Mitch that are sitting on my nightstand next to my bed that I haven't read. And it's now getting to the point where there's a bit of anxiety, I guess, with the pile of shame. Anxiety. Heading into Christmas, it is um, you know, middle of no- December now and I'm looking forward, like the wife is off, she'll be uh, working over the Christmas break. I'm off till early early January so I have plenty of days but in Australia here it's beautiful weather it's summer I don't want to be spending all my time inside playing computer games I do want to do that but I shouldn't be doing that so it's sort of like I'm going roster I should write a timetable I can do this much amount of gaming and now you go to the website that says um, howlongtobeat.com and you can sort of say alright this game should take 7 hours this text should take 12 and I'm thinking I can crack through like 8 games over the Christmas break and this and that and I shouldn't be doing this it's it's actually breaking my head it's like I want to enjoy the game I don't want to be forced to get through it I just had my birthday in the end of November and I ended up scoring five more games so it just added to my pile so I'm looking at my list now I've got 65 games and I've probably finished 25 of them so I have a lot ahead of me I'll just count you talk for a while I'm going to actually count how many I've done out of my 65 how many I've actually finished and completed I guess the problem isn't as well just the many games have you started. I have games that I've had for 12 months. I've got games that I got for Christmas presents last year that are still in their plastic. That, you know, it's in the pile thinking, yeah, I probably should play this, but I haven't. And other things come up. As I said, Xbox Live Arcade pops up with their deal of the week, and I think to myself, yeah, I really need another version of Pac-Man. And I will sit there for five, ten minutes rather than sinking the time into playing a longer game. I think that's something that really adds to the pile of shame. But then unstarted games, like neither of us really go out and buy new release games on day one, purely for the fact that we know that if we did, it would probably sit there for two months before we got, you know, it's come down $20 in price and you're sitting yourself, kicking yourself thinking, well, why didn't I wait? Yep. Like in the last 12 months, other than presents, I have bought two new release games. I bought WWE All-Stars and I finished that in a week and I bought Gears of War 3 yep. but I've probably bought I can probably think that I've bought a dozen other games in the last two months and for the same price that I would have bought on those new releases and again still haven't played them. I have games that I've said to myself when they originally got released thinking I really should play that game like Prototype like I managed to pick up Prototype quite cheap just recently with the intention of playing it straight away but that was haven't even taken it out of the packet I've gone through my list 29 games out of the 65 now some of the other games I haven't finished are games like um, Forza or Project Gotham you know where they, they sort of can be ever going and but things then, like that it depends what you classify as finishing a game to me finishing a game is getting to the end of the story seeing the credit like Project Gotham you've got your career mode and you've got your arcade modes I've finished the career mode I consider that game finished however I will still go back there because there's things like there's achievements I've got to unlock there's other cars I can go and, go and unlock. But I guess I haven't gone back to that game because I've moved on to other games. But are you in your pile of shame or not? It's it's technically the story's finished, but there's more to do. Well, that's the thing. That's why I can't trade them in. 
Well, yeah. Like, it's like, I'll get back to that once. I'll do that second playthrough or that plus playthrough. But um, it's just never going to happen. I'm never going to clear this shame. I'm going to try. But, yeah, the anxiety is sort of like, that's what's the point. It's sort of like, am I ever going to get on top of this? And because I'm that two years behind, and it's sort of like, oh, and I'll keep picking up cheap games. And if they bring out a new console in the next two years or so, like they say, do I jump to the new console? It's like, I've got all these old games here. But I mean, if you if Joe looks behind himself, there's a bookshelf behind him with PlayStation Three, um, PlayStation One games, PlayStation One games, One games. So and there's there's Danger Girl unfinished <laughs> still and Reboot unfinished, but the game saver's still sitting in there because one day I'm intending to go back, and I know it's never going to happen. I'd like to think it's going to happen. I'm a much better gamer now than I was then, so I should be able to get whip through it really quickly. But there's no achievements to go with it, <laughs> and that's the thing that's holding me back. Yes. You really want people to see your e-penis. Yes, true. I, I don't know. I'd like, Admittedly, there is games that I have in my pile of shame that I could trade in, but you think to yourself, well, I bought it cheap. What am I going to get for it if I trade it in? Like, I have the Conan game. I think I paid $9 for it. I played first three levels, I guess. It's a, a third-person action-adventure game. I'm a bit of a Conan fan. I like the new one. But I like the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. So I think Ron Perlman does a pretty good job of the voice of Conan, considering Arnold Schwarzenegger probably didn't want to put his name on this big pile of shit. But it's a game that, in concept, probably could have been good. But when you actually sit down and play it, the graphics on it make it look like it's a PS2 game or a PS1 game. And just little gameplay element it's a fixed camera it's a third person game there'll be stages where you'll try and turn around a corner and the camera won't really follow you and a bad guy will jump out and hit you with your sword while you're not being able to see where he is no yeah so you'll be sitting there and the camera angles and the camera work it's a fixed camera and there'll be stages where your life bar in the corner of the screen covers what you're actually meant to be looking at and I don't know is it in your pile of shame if you never intend to go back there again. No, that's done. You're, if you're done with the game, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I guess, as I said earlier, I, I lost my USB saves. I had nearly all of my game saves on one USB, and I've lost that save. Now I'm thinking is, I've got no reason to go back to a lot of these games that maybe I was going to go back to because I was holding on to the save. Maybe this is my chance to do a bit of a cull and get rid of some... Some of those uh, bargain bin games back to the bargain Sounds bin. Sounds like a good idea. I'm looking at this and I'm like, will I get rid of these soon? I probably should. I probably should. I've got so many. Like, I've got Army of Two. I've tried a few times to start it. I probably should just move on. And that's where I've got to be ruthless. This and is like therapy. Why am I doing this? Well, we are sitting on a quite a nice leather couch. Mm. Yes. I guess the other thing we need to think about as well is we're holding on to these games purely for the fact that, yeah, one day maybe we'll go back to them. All reasonable doubt, you probably aren't going to go back to that game. I mean, we are buying more games because games are getting better. We're not playing Atari 2600 for a reason. Exactly. They weren't, you know, the next console. The next year of games should be better than the previous year of games as far as programming, graphics, potentially gameplay. Who knows? Skyrim fits on one disc now, so what they can do with games. So what will we go back and play Perfect Dark Zero? Probably Probably not. not. But did we enjoy Perfect Dark Zero when we were playing it? Well, I, I yes, enjoyed the did. story, you didn't. Well, I didn't enjoy the story because I just thought it was not a very good story. And I was probably more into the fact that you could get into the multiplayer rooms and play with bots and just have a bit of fun. Awesome. Game mechanics were awesome. And I guess it was a throwback to those days when you didn't really need great graphics. It was just immersive gameplay that was fun. Hmm. And you could run around with a shotgun and shoot people in the face. 
Which yeah. is always fun. Anything in real life or in the game. <laughs> now, speaking of your comics pile of shame. Yeah. Like, as I said, we've got a pile here. I guess games are different because... I don't know. I don't know about you, but I don't get that sense of achievement when I get to the end page of a comic and I see those letters page in the credits. No, it's not, not an achievement, and that's something I've been thinking about because I, I do like my chivos in my gaming, and I like getting them, but I don't go for the full thousand in every game. Like if I get through a game and I get three hundred out of it, I'm generally happy with that. I don't need to, but it is a false achievement. There is no real value to it. It's only a personal thing. Exactly. Like, so, it's not something you're going to be filling out your resume and you can say, I've got a full thousand points yeah. in Lego Indiana Jones. Yeah, so it's not that important. I do like getting achievements. That's true. But it, it, they're false. They're not real. A comic... I've been reading comics for now. I've got a big collection and I really dig it. I do like having a collection. That is another reason I can't really get rid of games is because I, I'm a collector by heart. Look in my room, there's action figures, there's comics, there's everything I've got. I collect. It's a bad habit. <laughs> and getting married and buying a house certainly shakes that. And But I enjoy having a collection. Unfortunately, now I'm looking. I've just got myself an iPad. So hopefully moving over to digital comics because I don't have the room to store all this shit as well. So um, hopefully the collector mentality is going and I don't need to own everything and I don't need to keep everything because I've got long boxes of comics and there's probably about 4,000 comic books. I'm moving a lot over to trades, 4,000 comic books. I'm not going to read more than half of those again. I don't need Sleaze Brothers issue one. I don't need that. I could throw it out. I don't want to throw it out. I'd rather give it to something or put it somewhere that someone else is going to get an enjoyment out of because throwing it in the tip is seems to me a disgusting thing to do to my oh, collection. Exactly. But then... But, I mean, the achievement for the comics is it's, you're, you're reading a story. It's, it's like going to the movies. You get to the end or, and you see the next thing. It's, there's no I'm, real achievement, but you didn't do anything but read it. That, but a big fuck-off novel like Game of Thrones or whatever. I mean, that's an achievement. If you can get through that, you've one arm will be stronger than the other because you've been lifting the whole thing the whole time you're reading it I could see that as an achievement maybe because I don't read books enough because too much work exactly and you just don't have the time mm. but then I, I'm not a huge comic fan I've read a lot of stuff that Mitch has lent me or I've read stuff in there but again a good story will stay with you like Why the Last Man like mm. I borrowed that off you and there's just bits of that I read that probably two years ago and there's bits of that I still remember quite well thinking yeah this is well drawn it's well written it's a good story well and that's the thing it's like a drug I suppose all these comics I'm reading I read there's different there's superhero books there's indie books there's you know horror books or whatever and I'm chasing the dragon the whole time you, got, you get those moments in comics that are, this is absolutely brilliant this is fantastic and you're constantly looking for that fix the whole time and that's really what it is I mean one it's soap opera why do people watch Neighbours every night? Why do people watch Home and Away? Why do, do people, people watch... still watch Neighbours every night? Apparently. <laughs> um, people use a show for somebody and they will eat it up and watch it. The footy or whatever. I get that with comics. Like Things like The Avengers I still buy as a monthly comic because I enjoy the soap opera. Every month I get my Avengers fix and it's really good. The guy who writes it, Brian Michael Bendis, he's finishing the book next year. He's finished with it. So I've got 12 more months of buying that book. I'll probably jump off then buying it in trades they look good on the shelf and everything like that am I going to read them again that's the big question but I I'm digging the story same way that I'll watch Buffy when it was on I watched that every week and I dug the story didn't buy the DVDs maybe so well, that's the difference again, with comics your DVD is, is your equivalent of your trade paperback yes 
Look for TV shows, yeah. Yeah. Another thing, I big wall of DVDs behind me right now. Couldn't tell you the last time I actually grabbed one off the shelf. Mm. Digital is the future. As far as that sort of content, I'm a hoarder, but I'm slowly moving digital. And that's what the iPad may do that with comics. It's got to work out the best thing to do for the industry, though, first, because buying the comics as goes on the pre-orders, therefore, that dictates the success of a book. So three months before a comic is published, they get pre-ordered from the comic book shop, and that's how they base their print run on, where digitals are bought day and day. So when it's released, you can buy it. You don't pre-order a digital version of a comic. If any decisions made to cancel a book be made three months out. So it's still very much in its infancy, the whole digital downloads versus comics. Hopefully it'll sort itself out quickly and we can work it out. But there's books I really like. Are they bad selling? Do I support it by buying a real book or do I buy the digital? Is that helping it at all or is it not? All these things I don't know. Well, these days most comics are actually created digitally. Most art is done. Yeah, most art is done digitally. So they look better on an iPad, they look, they look better in a digital app. They'd... And not not torrented scans or anything like that. The actual official apps, they look fantastic. The way, and it's almost like this is the way comics should have been read from the get go. Because the way the apps have been set up, it's panel by panel, and you just tap the panel or swipe next panel. So instead of opening to the next page of the comic and your eye naturally going to the second page instead of reading through you can sometimes reveal what's coming because you can't help but notice what's happening on the next page yeah this this way with the app it stops you doing that and you're only reading what the artist and the writer want you to read before any reveals done so almost perfect comic reading in that way so it's it's really good like they've done a great job with the official app which is all through comiXology which marvel and dc both use i don't know about dark horse or image or anyone like that but it's definitely a great way to read comics well it's something to keep in mind i guess yeah and it is really the way of the future we have digital video games that are distributed via psn steam steam Thank God I don't have a Steam account because I'm sure my virtual Steam pile of shame would be even worse than my Xbox Live. So, one. such good specials. Yes. Yeah, I guess, well, that's a bit of, uh, what was I trying to say? I, I guess that's a bit of a confession for both of us that we do have those hoarding tendencies and that's something we need to get off. You people. Yeah. If you're getting into this. And or if you've got any advice. If you've got any <laughs> advice, let us know. Well, I guess that probably, uh, we've rabbited on enough about our pile of shame, so I guess... We probably should wrap up this month's podcast. Sounds good. Hopefully there's some people that haven't fallen asleep and they're still listening. And hopefully you like what you heard and you'll tune in again next time. So keep an eye out with the MA podcast at podbean.com. That's where we'll be posting our podcast at this stage. And hopefully we'll be getting onto iTunes soon. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at the MA podcast. And also we've got a Gmail account, which is the MA podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us any comments. Please do. Yeah, we really like your feedback. And it's something that we probably need to work on a little. And yeah, feedback. Tell us what you think. And we'll take it from there. Well, that's all for this month then. Cheerio. Cheerio. Uh, uh. Something stupid I gotta go I gotta go, gotta go Before I do something lame